What's up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of Super Gamer Boys. I'm your host and captain, Garrett Morlang. And here in the studio with me is... The Invertible co-host of the program, JJ Purdom. And you know what? Now that I now that I think about it, this is not just another episode of Super Gamer Boys. Fred, tell what type of episode must it be, Master Garrett? So obviously you audio listeners are completely in the dark uh, because you can't see us. <laughs> but you on YouTube, you see that we are in fact wearing birthday hats and we do have a sign behind us that says, it is your birthday. <laughs> it is. And also for you audio people that are listening, we're also in our birthday suits here on the program <laughs> yeah. that people are seeing video visually. <laughs> yeah. So if you are listening to podcasts, don't come to the YouTube video because you don't want to see us naked. Definitely not. <laughs> um, so it's not my birthday because that was last month and your birthday was a couple weeks ago. So Wait, but there is an opportunity to have more cake. Am I, am I right? Yeah, yeah, no, for okay. sure. Okay, well, then whose birthday is it? It's funny you ask, JJ. Hmm. <laughs> it is Super Gamer Boy's one-year birthday. That's right. So we no longer have to feed on the nipple of society. We're now grown people because we're a year old and we can walk on our own and it's not going to be too much longer before we're not wearing diapers. I mean, I feel like we... S- still need the support of society. That's what Patreon is, right? Kind of our... You know what? Uh, you're totally right, Garrett. I don't know what I was talking about. Um, yeah, no, no. We definitely need society's uh, support with Patreon. I'm so glad you brought up Patreon. It is our one-year birthday, dude. We yeah. are one years old today. A year ago, we started a little Ex- podcast. The funny, the funny thing is, too, we actually, our first episode released on November 13th, even though it was a Tuesday, because we used to release on Tuesdays. So it's funny, like, this episode will come out on November 13th of this year on a Wednesday, because we moved days to Wednesday, obviously. Mind blown. Mind so, completely blown. So you next, did it on purpose. So next year, we're going to have to start releasing them on Thursdays? Is that how it works? I like, how it works. Is that, I'll have to look at the calendar for when the November 13th is next year and just start releasing it on that day so it lines up. But um, yep. that's not official, by the way. <laughs> no, we're gonna, we're gonna, we like hump day. It is the best day of yeah. the week. Get you through the week, you know. Podcasting. Start you start kind of getting that midweek slump, and you got us to <laughs> cheer you up with some birthday hats and uh, funny uh, office jokes. Yeah, um, love the banner, by the way. Yeah, it. I think I think I told you about it though. And mm-hmm. had you had you gotten to that episode in the office? I had yet? Not. I don't know. Okay. I had not. You need to watch, everyone needs to watch The Office. It's the best show ever. Before it leaves Netflix. I forget when it leaves. It's, I think it's like in the next year or so. Yeah. So finish it up because it's so freaking good. It's one of the best comedies on TV. And I have many times now been told that I am very similar to Michael Scott. Yeah. In that You're that basically, show. basically Michael Scott. Pretty much a grown man child, I've been called. Uh, actually by our producer, Matt Liu. Yeah, Patreon producer Matt Liu, who, oh, by the way, wrote in a little message. Oh. Uh, so that's another little perk of uh, supporting us at the uh, producer tier. Not only do you get a shot on the show, you get to pitch us a segment that we do during the show, but you also get to show notes early and have the opportunity to leave comments on them. So you can get, look ahead of time, see what news stories we're going to talk about. If you want to, you can read them ahead of time. And leave your comments on there, and we'll occasionally read them on the show for everyone to hear. Uh, and maybe if it's about a new story, we'll discuss it and, and what, what we think about it. Did he forget to mention that as a producer, helping out on this show, to be able to help bring us each week just like Matt Lou does, you can contribute by creating a whole new world inside of the podcast each and every week that's you know dedicated to you. 
you can come up with segments all of your own. Yeah. You want Garrett to talk like a monkey. Well, for, what? <laughs> well, that could that could be that could be a thing. I do that enough at home. My son watches Curious George all the time, and that's what we do. That's right. We went through that Curious George phase uh, we, <laughs> because I have three kids that are various ages. I've been through that phase three times. It sucks. Yeah, uh, but what doesn't suck is this note from Matt. Uh, it just says, one year. Congratulations, guys. I know I'm still behind on the episodes, but still supporting you guys. Figured I don't need to go back and listen to all the crazy stories JJ has been making up about me. And we'll just pick back up on listening with this episode. One year, and the FCC still hasn't canceled JJ. That's something to celebrate. <laughs> that is, I mean, that's what really what we're here for. Yeah. Thank you, Matt Lou. Uh, I so appreciated, man. Yeah. And I don't, I don't know what stories he's ta- talking about, but... Yeah, uh, so you're saying you're not not gonna uh, go back and listen yeah. to anything? Well, good, good. I mean, that's fine. That's good. Yeah. Yeah. Every, good. Everyone, yeah. Everyone, Probably better. Everyone yeah. be cool. Yeah. Everyone be cool. Nothing to see here. <laughs> um. Uh, by the way, we also have uh, our Patreon sponsors, Bill Bird and Julie Bates. Bill Bird and Grammy. So, Bill, tomorrow morning, I well. Actually, yesterday. Be t- yesterday morning, I have to- <laughs> Yesterday uh, morning, I will be doing this. I've got to get to Bill Bird's house at five o'clock in the morning because I've got a two-hour ride over there. And because he's a junior to me in the company, I said, you're driving, so I'm pretty much just going to sleep the whole time. Thanks, Big Bill. Must be nice. Yeah, Must be nice. It's going to be pretty, pretty special. And then, of course, we can't forget, she's been supporting us on Patreon- for just a little while now, and it's so appreciated, and she's been supporting you since you became an adult male. So that's pretty awesome. It's really since I was a baby. No, but I just mean with you know the monthly support that she gives to you, and well, I mean you don't know, know. showering you with gifts and love. <laughs> you know that. I feel like changing a diaper is pretty much the the, <laughs> the highest act of that's love for good. someone you can do. So. It's for, it's for, <laughs> and maybe you can uh, do that for her someday. In the future, I mean, we'll see. Yeah, he's he's <laughs> we'll here for see. you, Grammy. <laughs> um, man, it's been one that year. That took a turn for the worst, Garrett. Did it? Yeah, you kind of went. I went to diaper humor, but <laughs> yeah. then it was adult. I know you know. I don't know what's going on with you today, man. I'm sorry. It's a year birthday. I know you probably had a little too it's much red pa- food it, dye in that cake you were eating in the lobby. It's my party. I can joke how I want to. Okay. <laughs> okay. Fair enough. Um. Yeah. One year. Isn't that crazy? One year ago, we were meeting, we were recording in uh, an office in uh, where our business works out of. So, yeah. you know, we'd wait until well, the secretary went home and uh, the boss went home and then we would set up the mics at their desk because there's only two desks in the office. So we would kind of hijack their desk and their computers and everything. And then... Uh, we had some uh, cheap microphones that we had picked up off of uh, Amazon. You had a cheap uh, microphone. I had this nice yeah. one still. <laughs> that is right. I do remember you having a super great one when I did not have it. I think mine was nine bucks. It was. Yes, it was. It was one of those things where, though, I bought this and I was like, hey, you can buy your microphone. And you're like, I don't want to pay that much. I'm like, well, how about this nine dollar <laughs> one? You're like, yeah, that's more yeah. like it. So that yeah. was on you. You could have had a better dude, microphone. I'm like the nine dollar guy. That was, that was, I mean, that's my deal. That was way before we had Patreon. So at that point, it was just kind of like. Everything came out of our pockets. Yeah, coincidentally <laughs> so. enough, they used to call me Nine Dollar Nick when I was in high school. Yeah, that's an interesting nickname. Yeah, we'll talk about it off air. <laughs> okay. Uh, yeah, I'm trying to think. The audio quality was real bad. I remember that. Uh, very echoey. Very like. I, I had a sinus infection 
the first yeah. episode that we recorded, I had you the showed most up sick. horrible, yeah. like it was horrible, blew my nose through the entire thing. Uh, I'd like kind of pulled back a little bit from the microphone, and and sneeze and cough. It was, it was and, horrible. Yeah, it was pretty gross. So I just remember the sound quality being really, <laughs> really bad. Um, it's crazy too. Like, yeah, it's like to think through all of our episodes because it doesn't, it doesn't feel like that long. It doesn't feel like we've no. been doing a whole year. Like that's that's a lot of work and like to think about it like whole year we've been yeah. work I, some of us have been working a lot on we, this show. <laughs> some people call moving your jaw around and pouring out liquid gold every week working as well. <laughs> so I mean, okay. which one of the two of us is sweating from physical comedy? <laughs> There's that. There is that. And also from diabetes. I mean, they're very similar. <laughs> now you know what? But a, but a year ago when we started this podcast. Uh, it, we had been working together for like a year, maybe yeah. a little longer, a year and a half, and we're two different people in in a lot of different ways. And <laughs> a lot of different <laughs> ways. <laughs> most would say mostly physically. You know, I'm good looking, not you, not so much. But um, basically, when we came together and started to do the podcast, I really feel like we've become a lot closer friends. And this is this has been really cool getting to know you so much more. And I still get to work with you every day, dude. And I just, I love you to death. And I'm, I'm happy to, that you pulled me into this and that you do all the work. Yeah, I bet you are. <laughs> no, it really has been cool to, yeah, definitely grow our friendship over the last year and had some interesting discussions, both on podcasts and off. <laughs> Sometimes about why he edited out certain portions of the show. <laughs> yeah, there's that, which I noticed lately I've been doing a lot less editing. And I don't necessarily say that as a challenge. He's letting it go. I don't, I don't, I don't necessarily say that as a challenge to you, but I also was like, oh, JJ hasn't been saying as much bad crap anymore. Like, Some would say I've matured, Garrett. I mean, I would say I've matured. Maybe yeah. I'm the only one that would say I've matured. Yeah, maybe. Okay. We'll see. Time will tell, right? Yeah. <laughs> like all it takes is one time and be like, no, he hasn't matured. <laughs> yeah, I just have to see the inappropriate road that I can take with my speech patterns. <laughs> and there's usually like three or four different lanes I can go down. And I usually make a choice, Garrett. And uh, lately I've been trying to choose the Season path the less Season traveled. Yeah. yeah. Um, our show was very different at the beginning too. I don't know if you remember. Like, not only was I not comfortable behind a mic, and you didn't know anything about video games, which hasn't changed much either. <laughs> no, I still um, have no clue what I'm doing. But also, we had a I don't know. We had a very interesting layout for the show. Like, we still had the news and we still had what you plan, but I don't know. It was very segmented and is, weird. Is, and we also had like movie reviews yes, for a while, like because where like even before Matt. Um, did his uh, our producer Matt Liu did his uh, losing reviews? I feel like we we did uh, Terminator. We went and watched Terminator. We watched Rocky. Ra- Rocky. Yeah, mm. we we started going through like some old classic movies because you were trying to. I was introducing you to video games and you were introducing me to movies. Right. Um, and then we just kind of stopped doing that. Yeah, because you just said my my ideas sucked. So you know <laughs> you're like you just do the funny stuff. Stand around, yeah. make voices happen. Um, we also. Hurt, and I'm still kind of crying internally yeah, over that. Sorry, I'm say. sorry. One of the things that we did that that first time. Uh, going over stuff, talking about, <clears throat> I mean, I remember that we were, we were talking about stuff and I don't know what just happened in my brain, but I totally forgot what I was talking about. I think I know. What happened? <laughs> no, I'm not going to say. <laughs> no, I, I don't know what just happened, but it just went whoop, gone. I think okay. I had a touch of the Alzheimer's. Yeah. That's what they call it. That's what the, kid, that's what the kids well, call it these days. Well. Um, oh, do you remember our, I think it was like, it was right there at the beginning because we started in November and it was right before game awards. 
I think it was either the week before or the week of Game Awards last year, which was the first week of December. We did that like two and a half hour episode. Remember that one? Oh yeah, it was <laughs> because, super long. Because we not only did we do the news, but we're like, I I was like, we have to talk about people need to hear. We, that's the need, important thing. They yeah. need to hear about all the nominees and who we think is going to win before the Game Awards happen. And we had no clue about any of the games because we hadn't played all of I, them. I knew about them. You didn't know about them. I I had done my research. I had opened up a couple of Google pages. Yeah. But it was also like two hours long. And then also- The, our, uh, the other the, thing, our, you made our, a mistake when you said that we were going to get into the nerdy news of the week, and you stumbled and yeah. said, it's time for the nerdy nudes. And so yeah. you said that- That was on like episode one. And that became- and That's why it's the nerdy the nudes. nerdy nudes. <laughs> uh, we, just, we, we took a stupid mistake and ran yeah, with it. Just went with it. <laughs> it came back. The Alzheimer's finally just kind of released that. Oh, that's what you were yeah. trying to say before. Yeah. Um, I'm trying to think. We had one other like really long episode. Was it our? Uh, oh, and we talked about E3, wasn't it? It was the E3 episode. Yes, oh, that one was a little long too. <laughs> yeah, we need to work that one out for next year. Maybe do live reactions or something instead of yeah the three, there, three hour. That one was like three hours. There oh, is boy. there is a lot of lot of great podcasts. There video game podcasts that uh, that they could do that three or four hour thing. We we can't. This is I mean, great. I think we can. I just think that what we're doing right <laughs> now is working out pretty. We can, but I think I'm not saying th- every. I'm not saying every episode. No. Two hours, forty five minutes, Garrett. I can see you stabbing yourself in the <laughs> in the eye with a fork, trying to find any reason to get out of the. Out of the yeah, that's true. Yeah, I've seen it happen at about hour forty. So that's why I'm saying, like, you know, where you've been close, so you're yeah, reaching like, for okay, the fork. It's time. You know? it's time. Yeah. Yeah. Alrighty. Uh, well, let's uh, move on again. Happy birthday to the podcast. We're now in this awesome studio. We have cameras now. We've come such a long way. Yeah. We have good mics. Uh, we stream once in a while. And uh, yeah, I don't know. It's crazy to think how far we've come. Really? So hopefully this really next awesome. year is another big year of growth for us. Absolutely. Um, so like we were talking about before, you can support us, patreon.com slash supergamerboys. If you want to help us, Keep continuing to grow. If you look back at a year ago, that's that's what I want you to do. Go listen to like the first like thirty seconds of our first episode, and listen to how bad it was and where we are now. And it's all because of your guys' Patreon support. Um, so Patreon.com/slash/SuperGamerBoys. Maybe in another year, we'll be in a full blown studio with an LED wall behind us. Who knows? Uh, <laughs> that'd be pretty dang cool. I don't think it's going to happen. but No, but it sounded really cool coming out of your mouth. Uh, we are also part of the HP Video Game Podcast Network. You can go over to Twitter and uh, do a search for that, HP Video Game Podcast Network. Check out all the shows. I think last week too. Yeah, it was last week. Uh, I was retweeting some of the stuff. So you need to go to our page and check out some of the shows that got featured last week uh, that are part of our network. Um, and then be sure to go over to supergamerboys.com slash store and check out our merch. So a few weeks ago, I made some comment like, oh, no one's been buying our merch. I guess someone's got to buy it. Maybe I'll buy it. Uh, I actually went to the website like a couple days ago and went in the back end, you know, got looked up on the account and when I click on orders, it still said like there's zero orders. I'm like, oh, that's weird. But then I went to clicked another tab. I forget what it was like analytics or something. And we've apparently had like six or seven orders like people have been buying stuff oh wow like there's even like a little bit of money in there because like i said like we don't make a lot of money i think we make like a dollar per thing or two dollars we're up to like uh eight bucks or something That's i'm like awesome. so we sold like a couple mugs a couple t-shirts 
couple like someone bought a pair of socks i'm like it's amazing okay. thank you guys so, for supporting i don't know us. who it is like if if you listen to this podcast uh tweet a picture facebook instagram put out a picture on social media and tag us in it because i want to see i want to like great i would love to see we want to see wearing our, the uh underwear with garrett's face on it and the cart it's <laughs> not a thing yet not a you thing th- i thought you said that that not was one thing. of the nope. items you were no it's one of those items the Teespring is working on the company. We, oh, they have to be BBDs. They have to be like the old man, like white underwear, just white. Okay. Yeah, and then you just, you know, lightly, lightly stained. Lightly yeah, stained. I don't think so. No. Um, but yeah, so if you do have our merch, go ahead and throw that on social media because I'd love to see who in the world is wearing our merch. Because somebody's wearing socks. Somebody's yeah, somebody's wearing, wearing our socks. socks. I want to see them because honestly, I want to see those feet. Honestly, I designed them on the computer, but they don't show you what it looks like. You know, in real life. So I would love to see what they actually look like in real life. We want to see them on someone's feet and you have to have pants on. That's, that's like a rule. I mean, well, you don't shorts, have to, but I'm as, saying like, as long as you, know, we, you don't want to be pantsless and, you know, naked. You want to be like in your birthday you suit. Can, you can see someone's feet without seeing the rest of them. Since when? <laughs> like you can be completely naked and take a picture of your feet and people won't see the rest that's of you. That's not a thing, Garrett. That's okay. never happened before. Okay. Making up this magic. Uh, what do you say we get into the news? We're almost 20 minutes in. We have not talked about anything. Just like same old times. I know. This is Welcome to the Super Gamer Boys. This is how we've been since the beginning. And now it's time for the nerdy news. Alrighty. This week, uh, let's just get through some of these quickly. They're nothing too crazy. Just some things that I wanted to at least touch on some Cooler things, interesting things, uh, things that could affect the future of PlayStation. Honestly, I look back, I'm like, oh, this is going to be our PlayStation podcast. That's totally unintentional. There just isn't news for anyone else. Like there wasn't any Xbox news and there wasn't any uh, PC or, and I didn't really look up movie news, but yeah, it's been quiet, which it's, it's that time of the year. The first news story comes from Forbes, uh, Kevin Murnane over at Forbes, uh, a job posting from Guerrilla Games implies Horizon Zero Dawn 2 may be in development. Um, so this news story was being picked up by everyone, not just Forbes, but they were the first one that popped up. So basically, uh, what he's going to get into in a sec, I just want to preface this. Mm-hmm. We all knew they were working on a sequel. Like, this isn't a surprise, right? Yeah. Like, we knew, like, as awesome as the first one was and as like well as it did as high as it scored like all the ratings and sales like it was obvious they were going to make a second one right yeah i I think actually there was a news article i don't know six months ago about a lady who was talking about how she was she accidentally let it let it slip yeah she was doing like an interview or something it was it was like it was like three words she's just like or like you're gonna love it she's like yeah you're gonna like wait until the sequel or something like that was it like that's all she said or wait until the next one i think she said um so yeah, it it definitely has been like leaked around stuff, but this is, um, if anything, confirmation that okay they're really getting down the business, hunkering down because some uh, job listings went live over on their website. Uh, so it says here that uh, an advertising, uh, Gorilla Games is advertising a job opening for a technical vegetation artist that opens as follows, and then it has the first part of the uh, the the job opening says within gorilla we have four teams dedicated to creating the stunning environments of horizon one team focuses on the creation of lush and stunning vegetation we build these 3d models from scratch so our world dressing teams can deliver our immersive world with industry benchmark graphics so that's kind of cool you kind of see behind the scenes of how their studio works 
they have four teams that work just on the graphics, like visuals, and one of those teams just focuses on like grass and bushes and trees. Like that's that's pretty crazy. Like they have like I don't know how many, how big the team is, but yeah. they have like a whole team of people. Like your job is to make grass. <laughs> those leaves don't look very good. Get back to see if I was drawing it, it would look horrible. Like oh, yeah. nasty I'd, stick figures of trees. I draw about as good as my son. He's <laughs> just turned two. Like it's I'm not good at drawing. Um, let's see. There's also some other uh, job openings. They're looking for a senior producer, senior art producer, senior game programmer, senior tools programmer, and principal animator for a living world. Uh, 11 days later, Gorilla also added a posting for senior cinematic animator, technical cinematic animator, and principal cinematic animator. So they are really... Um, they're desperately looking for people to work on this game. And then, you know, obviously if they're getting to the point where, um, yeah, this, they're, the fact that they're looking to hire and looking to hire quick, like that's exciting. That means maybe the game could be coming in the next couple of years. I could see it in the next two or three years. I don't think it's going to be a launch game for PS5. I don't know. What do you think? Do you think it could you, be a launch game or? It very well could be. I mean, I could see it. Like in the next year they could be done. They, they could have been doing this for the last couple of years already. Sure. That is true. Yeah. So, yeah. so you, some of these things don't need to be done right at the beginning. So. You you played Horizon Zero Dawn a lot, and I remember you talking about it uh, briefly last year. And I remember you said it was gorgeous. Yeah. That's I don't remember if you ever said you it's finished so, it. It's I, I didn't finish it. It was one of those games where it came out at the same time as <laughs> The Legend of Zelda: Breath of the Wild, mm. which is another enormous game. And so it was one of those things where I was playing Horizon, and then I like a week later I was picked up Zelda and just like got lost in that huge world. There's two huge open world games came out within like a week of each other. Um, but, it's so uh, funny you've never had the opportunity to go back. I mean, just I, no desire? It's one of those things, no, I, I have a desire to. It's one of those things where I feel like at least this year, uh, like 2019, there's not been a quiet like month. Like I would love to, because like, I need a good month with an open world game, maybe not a month, maybe a couple weeks, but I just don't have time to just like hunker down and play for like two weeks because there's been so many other big games, good games coming out that there's just no time to like jump back in, especially when it's an old game. Like I'd rather play the new game be able to talk about on the podcast mm -hmm. than go play an old game and be like, yeah, that game was awesome even though it came out two years ago. Like it came out in 2017, which is crazy. It's almost three years old. Um, but uh, uh, what was I going to say about uh, something? Apparently Garrett's got the Alzheimer's too. Yeah, I was going somewhere and then you you, you asked. Oh, I was going to talk about the, the engine. Uh so yeah, the graphics in it are beautiful. It's amazing. And funny enough, the Decima engine is the same video game engine that they made Death Stranding in. So it's like Guerrilla Games actually shared their game engine with Kojima Productions. And let me tell you, Death Stranding is a freaking beautiful game. Like they, like Horizon <clears throat> Zero Dawn was a beautiful game. And, but you could tell like it's their first game with it. And it was, this is the first game ever made on it. Not just, not just Guerrilla Games first game on it but also just yeah you know what i mean um but then death stranding you could tell okay like they were able to get some help from gorilla games so and now that gorilla games knew how to use it and kojima productions knew how to use it like they like milked every ounce of power and graphical fidelity out of this game engine it's like death stranding is like the most beautiful game i've ever seen That's cool uh, but yeah the decima engine's amazing like i i'll be surprised you know, I'm kind of curious if they're going to keep using it for the second one. I wonder if they'll use the same engine for Horizon Zero Dawn 2. Yeah, they probably yeah. will. I mean, it's it's beautiful in this game, yeah. so I, I can see it being used. Especially with the power of, like, the PS5, 
like I'm sure it could like pull even more power and like make the graphics even better in there. I feel like I Sherlock Holmes figured out what was going on with both of our memory loss. Mm-hmm. Okay, so I figured out what's going on. I know what's going on with yours, uh, yeah. but I figured out what's going on with mine. I feel like the the hats are yeah. cutting off blood flow. It's really too. tight. I keep like um, messing with I think, it. I, don't know I, I think, I think my arms are going numb, and so stuck. I can't get it off. <laughs> I guess I'm stuck like this. You know, originally Garrett wanted me to uh, to wear a couple of these hats inappropriately, and I'll let your mind just work on what he wanted me to do. With them. And I just I told him straight out that's not professional. And then it's super sophomoric and childish, and I won't be a party to it. <laughs> Say, Ta- see, I said party. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Thanks for that. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, so get hyped for that. Uh, yeah, I'm I'm super stoked for a sequel. Even though, like I said, I didn't finish the first one. I'm sorry, I didn't finish the first one, but it doesn't mean I didn't freaking enjoy my time in the first one. Um, and. I would love to get because people like when this news came out last week, everyone was freaking out like what? Like the new Horizon Zero Dawn, you know, in the works. Like could be coming out soon. I wouldn't. Um, I would be surprised if it if it doesn't become a PS4 uh, PS Plus game. The first one. The first one soon. Uh, I would. I would say has that, it not already? No, not that I'm aware of. Yeah, I think you're right. Yeah, I could see it easily in the next year yeah maybe a couple especially years. right before that one's the next couple be, years yeah. like maybe because it's but it'll be three years in this so mm-hmm. maybe towards the end of next year i think maybe next yeah in the next year it could be it'd be a great game for ps oh plus, yeah so. um that's one of those sign up for ps plus type of things heck yeah even or, if you're an xbox person i mean what what sony's doing now though is they're really pushing the playstation now like last month they announced they put god of war uh and two other games I don't remember. They put like three games on there, right? Um, this month they put uh, Persona Five, and they put Lord of the Rings, uh, some Lord of the Rings game on there, and uh, another game I don't remember. But like they're they're really pushing this PlayStation Now thing in a similar way to Game Pass, where they're going to start putting their you know game like games on there. They're only limited run, but like big PS4 games, newer PS4 games. So. Maybe maybe it won't end up being a PlayStation Plus game, but maybe they'll add it to PlayStation Now so that people can download it and stream it that way as well. Uh, it'll be interesting. And PS Now is currently down low on price, right? Like they, they yeah, a couple price. a couple months ago they dropped it. It's either ten bucks a month or like sixty bucks for a year. Man, that's unbeatable. It's a really good deal. They're it's, starting to finally compete with Xbox Game Pass. Oh yeah, hundred percent. Um, cool. This next news story isn't really a news story. So we'll just hit it quick, but I just want to say, like, what the heck is going on? Uh, <laughs> like, I, I'm kind of confused by this. I just wanted to kind of talk it out a little bit. Um, so from the PlayStation blog, PlayStation uh, released their, uh, let's see, their digital sales. Yeah, from the PlayStation stores. These are all digital sales on the PlayStation 4 system. Uh, October's top downloads. So number one, Call of Duty Modern Warfare. Number two here. This is the one one of the ones I wanted to talk about. So a couple weeks ago, we talked about uh, what's his name, Yves Gilmont from Ubisoft in an earnings call. Talked about how Breakpoint was a failure. Uh, they weren't happy with the results and the sales, and like it just was not what they expected. Not going the way they had planned. Uh, number two on this list: Tom Clancy's Ghost Recon Breakpoint. 
They sold, they must have sold a crap ton of copies uh, of this game. And it just is strange to me how Eves could come out and be like, yeah, this game was a failure when it's number two on at least the PS4 sales list. Obviously, there's it's more than just PS4. There's also Xbox sales and there's also PC sales. This is a PC game as well. Um, and maybe it did really bad on those two platforms. But on PlayStation, it seemed to kill, at least digitally. Like it's up there with Call of Duty Modern Warfare, which I guarantee you millions of people bought that game. I could be wrong about how it works out, but... Is there a potential that the price point might have played a, a factor in that? Was was this recon game cheaper? Was it slashed no. because it? No. So it was. It just e- came evenly out. Priced. It just came out last month. Okay. Yeah. They. They. So P- they, PlayStation they didn't offer any kind of a discount on it or any. Okay. No, not that. Uh, not that I saw because I would have picked it up if it was discounted. That's for sure. It looks. It looks <laughs> great. You know, it has bad, horrible reviews. Right, that's right. A, that's I, the thing. It, it looks amazing. It has horrible mm-hmm. reviews, and apparently it didn't sell well, quote unquote. <clears throat> but it's number two on this list. It must have sold very um, well for that. It sold, I mean, it sold, so number three is Outer Worlds, and number four is EA Sports FIFA 20, which neither one of us are really sports games players. Mm-hmm. But the, f- the, FIFA, FIFA, the games. FIFA games, yeah. they sell like millions and millions and millions of copies. Like it's insane how many people buy FIFA. Like soccer is such a popular sport around the world, so the fact that Tom Clancy's Ghost Recon <laughs> Breakpoint sold better than FIFA last month, maybe like, maybe the budget for creating that game was huge, and they were expecting maybe. a bigger, you know. So when they say maybe they, that it's disappointing, yeah. maybe in reference to we spent you know one hundred billion dollars to spent, do this game, yeah, and we only made forty much, million, whatever. Yeah, maybe they just spent too much making the game thinking it would sell better when really it still sold amazing, but they just were idiots and didn't, yeah, I, didn't, I, I didn't budget at how, how like appropriately. That's, that's probably yeah. more accurate to, uh-huh. to the, uh, to where they're at with the not happy. Yeah. Number five, Minecraft PS4 edition. Minecraft still up still. there. Uh, NBA 2K20, number six, Madden NFL 20, number seven, Grand Theft Auto five. Uh, this, uh, loneless, you know, humble old little, PS3 game that got ported to PS4 because uh, it originally came out on PS3 and then they ported it to PS4 a couple years later. It's number number eight on the list still, um, which is insane. There's actually I, I heard another news story the other day that it uh, it apparently is number three on the list of uh, the best selling games of all time. So like number one was I want to say Minecraft and number two is like Tetris. And then number three was uh, Grand Theft Auto Five. Wow, just crazy, right? Minecraft is the is the one that sold the most. I think Minecraft was number one, if I remember Mind right. Mind blown. And then Tetris was number two, and like it, like all the Tetris games, like so since the beginning of Tetris to present day. So it's not just one game; it's like every iteration of Tetris. Right. They're counting those sales. It's like one hundred and seventy something million, if I remember right. Which is crazy. That's a lot of, and like I think, I think uh, if I remember correctly, I should have just looked up the numbers. I think it was within like one was like 174 million, was like 173 million. Like it was within like a little bit between Minecraft and Tetris. Like they were really close. But they made more money or sold more copies? More units, more copies. Okay, so so that's not even necessarily counting in how much the game cost. I I'd be surprised that if that doesn't also include mobile. I know that like no, it my, does for sure. Okay, my son yeah, because, has it because, currently on mobile, on PS4, and on well, Xbox 360. Yeah, well, I mean Tetris is on mobile too, so that's why a lot of people are saying that's why those numbers are so big. Which another thing, like uh, 
I forget where I was. Maybe it was like a kind of funny podcast, but they were talking about too. They're like, imagine when, like, imagine when uh, Grand Theft Auto Five finally comes to mobile. And it's like, it's only a matter of time. Like our phones are getting more and more powerful. And like when that happens, that number, like they'll skyrocket so fast past those other two numbers. If that came to mobile, like I guarantee it. Because people would just download it oh, for sure. just just to try it out. Absolutely. I would totally go for it. I mean, if even it, if even, it was on mobile yeah. in that quality, oh, yeah, absolutely. 100%. Um, and I call, think GTA 6 is um, like getting ready to come out soon, isn't it? No, it hasn't even been. A, no one knows anything about GTA Six. They haven't talked about it or anything. Oh, okay. at this at this point, it's quote unquote not even a thing. Doesn't even oh. exist. I'm sure it does, but they haven't talked about sure. it. Sure. Um, number nine, Call of Duty Black Ops Four. Um, number ten, Borderlands Three. And then let's scroll down to uh, number seventeen. I just want to hit you real quick um, because this one shocked me. This is a game that got a. 42% Metacritic score. <laughs> this is a game that user score on Metacritic as uh, 1.5 out of 5. Uh, no, 1.5 out of 10. Sorry, 1.5 out of 10. Uh, pretty much a garbage, like, this is like a dumpster fire, you know, rolling down this, like a garbage truck on fire rolling down the street. Uh, WWE 2K20 is <laughs> number 17 on the list. Mm. I do not understand that. Even though people knew it was bad before it was going to come out, they still bought it, and it's number 17 on the list. Because wrestling fans represent, man. They're there. They're supportive of what is even when the game titled the, yeah, like the, re the reason reviews, the reason man. it was rated that isn't just that it was like not fun to play. Like it was literally broken. Like you'd go into a ring and like you're your wrestler would just like float through the ceiling, like disappear in the space mm. or like all of a sudden, like the, the ropes on this, on the, on the thing. Oh no, Garrett. No. <laughs> I want to call it the octagon. I'm like, no, that's UFC. No. <laughs> uh, on the mat, the, the, ring, the wrestling the ring. ring. Yeah. The, the ropes around the ring would like all of a sudden start like shaking and vibrating and like going crazy until they just like, you know, blew up and like disappeared. Oh, I didn't it was that bad. Yeah. Or like you'd be wrestling and all of a sudden like characters were like going inside of other characters. Like all of a sudden they'd be like, let's like. That sounds like Grand Theft Auto 5. Are you sure? <laughs> no, it was, it was glitched out so bad. That's, like that's horrible. It was like. It's unplayable. Like, that's the thing. It's not just a bad game. It was unplayable. So I'm surprised. Like, who's buying this game? Why is it number 17? And 2K19, WWE 2K19 was really great. I think it got great reviews. Yeah, I think we looked, uh, I looked up on Metacritic and I'll look it up again. Um, but yeah, it got a um, 77. So, I mean, it got, it's good. Good, not great, but I yeah. mean, it's still good. It's playable. It's fun. Yeah. Like 77 is a decent score for mm -hmm. a game. So... You know, yeah. when I was so younger, like, but like we talked about a couple weeks yeah. ago, the reason it's it's went downhill is because they fired that one developer. It was being yeah. developed by this one company by so long, and finally they went their separate ways. And 2K, the parent company, tried to make it themselves, but they didn't know how. Like they've never done it before. <laughs> so, and not only was it, you know, we already talked about all this, but it was a last minute thing. It was one of those things where they were planning on like the company that was working on before, like was working on it for a while and then like last minute there's like no we're gonna like you guys are gone like we're gonna finish this and it's like so bad <laughs> the, the little bit that i've seen looks really horrible but i haven't seen any of the glitching and stuff like that yeah we should just go on youtube after the po episode and just watch some of it watch it's pretty crazy yeah 
Well, you know what? I Even though I've been a wrestling fan my entire life, I've never, and I've worked in the business, I'm actually going to be working a show in a couple of days um, in Oakland, a uh, benefit called the Riz Cup, and I'm going to be doing some ring announcing and commentary at that event. So if you live in the area, go visit JJ. You can see me get dolled up and look all professional and try to sound like a real announcer, you know. <laughs> it's a lot of fun. I absolutely love it tremendously. Even though I've always been a wrestling fan, I absolutely hate wrestling games. They're just not fun to me. You know, um, mm. I love watching the sport. I love being a part of it in any way that I can. But playing video games, they're just normally not fun. So every time these come up, I always worry like, oh, man, somebody's going to try to get that for me for Christmas or something. <laughs> you know, and it's like, don't, don't waste your, your time and your money because I won't play it. It's just unplayable to me, even if yeah. it was... When when quality. was the last time you tried one? Though? I loved them when I was when I was younger, uh, you know. On and they're horrible games, but uh, the original PlayStation had uh, like a WrestleMania, the arcade game that was uh, colorful and cartoonish, uh, pretty repetitive, and uh, they've gotten a lot better. The graphics have gotten better. The gameplay, the stories, you know, the storylines are, are are a lot better than they used to be. Um, but I and I've seen little pieces of it and stuff, but it's just too repetitive. You're gonna get in and like I'm gonna have the match with somebody else, and it's like ah, we're just working back and forth, and the it's like playing Mortal Kombat, but you're doing it in in a wrestling environment where you're trying to win by pinning or submitting the opponent. So it's like Mortal Kombat. You're hitting each other back and forth, yeah. fighting back and forth, and it just becomes monotonous. I don't like fighting games. Okay. Does Fair that make sense? Fair enough. Yeah. I just was gonna say, like, isn't that's that's what wrestling is, though? I would like for you to shut up now, Garrett. <laughs> okay. Um, okay. Well, that's that's it for that list. I just wanted to hit those two best, those two on the list, and just say what the heck's going on here. Um, the next news story: Gorilla Games Herman Holst is PlayStation's new head of Worldwide Studios. So, if you remember, a few weeks ago, we talked about. Uh, Sean Layden, uh, I think. I don't know why I just totally blanked on his name. Yeah, Sean Layden was the chairman of Sony Worldwide Studios, so he was kind of in charge of all like the first-party developers, like Naughty Dog, like Insomniac who made Spider-Man, like uh, Bend uh, Studios that made Days Gone. Like all he he was head of like all the first-party PlayStation exclusive studios. Um, he stepped down very unceremoniously, just a random tweet on a Tuesday. I was just like, hey, uh, Sean Layden's going. We're so thankful for all the work he's done. Uh, hope he has a great and fruitful life from here on out kind of thing. <laughs> like very like generic and lame, um, which is very un-Sony-like because they are very much about the everything is an official press release and everything's a big deal and very professional. Well, they put out, this actually did come through as a press release finally. Uh, we got some official news from Sony instead of a random tweet uh, that, yeah, the PlayStation is named Gorilla Games Managing Director and Co-Founder Herman Holst as its new head of Worldwide Studios. Uh, so we were just talking about Horizon Zero Dawn earlier. This guy, he was the managing director and co-founder of the studio that made that game. So he literally like just came off of making a game and now he's going to be the head of the Worldwide Studios, which is kind of cool. Like he has, I don't know, it'd be cool. It's it's always nice when you have a boss who like does, who has, has done the thing that you are doing. Like he understands. We have that every day at our job and, they, yeah. and it makes it good because yeah. he understands what we go through. Yeah. He knows what we're going through. He mm -hmm. knows like the issues that come across, how to deal with those issues. And like, 
um, it just makes, yeah, the job so much easier. So, cause not that Sean Lane was a bad chairman. Like he was great. Like we all loved Sean Lane and we love seeing him come out of D3. He was a wonderful human being. But he didn't create video games. He but he, he, yeah. yeah, he came up a different way in Sony. Like he, mm-hmm. he did work his way up over, he was there for like, I can't remember how, like a couple decades. I want to say it was like 20 some years or something. Uh, but he did not work like in a game studio. And so it's really cool to see now the head of, you know, worldwide studios, the head of all the studios was, he was, you know, he was a head of a studio before and now he's had a head of all of them. So yeah, it's kind of cool. It's very cool. Um, and it, it kind of is like one of the boys got in and now runs the asylum, you know, and that's, that's good. Uh, and then in that as well, cause the way they're kind of, it was very confusing how worldwide studios was set up. There was, you know, the board and then on the board, there was a chairman and a president. Instead of just having one position, there was a chairman who was a head and a president who was the head. Mm-hmm. Uh, so the president was, uh, the chair was, like we said, Sean Layden. The president was Shuhei Yoshida, uh, who um, he actually, in this change, they I, I think they're kind of moving more towards us having the one head. So Herman Host. Herman Holst is now just the the head of the board of Worldwide Studios, and Shuhei Yoshida kind of took a um, little bit different job where he is going to be working with uh, external developers, uh, working more directly with like indie indie games and indie developers, so some smaller studios and stuff like that, which is really cool. So they um, essentially took the two positions and melded them together to make the same. To make, to make that one for Her- Herman. Yep. And then Shuhei kind of just took a completely different Wouldn't job. Wouldn't it have been a whole lot easier for all involved if they just took both of those guys and then like melded them together, like put them in a machine, kind of like the movie The Fly, and made them go in together. And then like their DNA molecules will go up in the air and then they'll break all apart and go back together. And then it'll be like one human, human monster. Of like two dudes put together, you know what I mean? Two heads and it. I don't know if that would have been better. I don't know. Pretty sure two heads are better than one. <laughs> I've heard that a couple of times okay. in my life. Okay. Um, but yeah, uh, let's see. Jim Ryan, who we haven't really talked about Jim Ryan at all, but uh, Jim Ryan is the uh, CEO and president of PlayStation, like of a whole, the whole company, not just Worldwide mm. Studios. Uh, so Jim Ryan. Uh, made a comment. Everyone knows just how passionate Shu is about independent games. They are lifeblood of the industry, making our content portfolio so special for our gamers. These wildly creative experiences deserve focus and a champion like Shu at PlayStation who will ensure the entire Sony Interactive Entertainment Organization works together to better engage with independent developers through a culture of supporting and celebrating their contributions to PlayStation platforms. So that's kind of what Shu is going to be doing now. Uh, Shuhei Yoshida. So that's kind of cool. Nothing, you know, I don't have much more comment other than that, but that's kind of yeah. what PlayStation's looking like. If anything, my only comment is I'm interested to see now how they move forward from this. Like they have a new head of studio. They have a new head of, you know, with in, working with independent developers going into this new generation next year. Like I'm really curious and excited to see where these guys lead us now Definitely. because, um, that that really can change the way a generation goes for you. Like we, we saw with the PlayStation 3 era, um, they kind of came in with a whole lot of hubris and a whole lot of like, we're the big shots around here uh, and we can't do any wrong. And they tripped so hard. 
Uh, and so I'm really excited though. Like it seems like everyone's on a good page on the same page. Like there isn't hubris. There's very, some, some seriously mm-hmm. humble dudes, some cool dudes yeah. who know what they're doing coming in here. It's like, oh, I'm really excited to see, you know, how we come off the starting blocks here with, I feel like, generation. I feel like you watched a movie recently with the word hubris in it. And you've used that twice in the last couple of minutes and you've used it in everyday conversation with me at least once a day for the last two weeks. So you must have watched a TV show. You've said it at least once. You're like, well, that customer has a lot of hubris. You just, you've, no, you've peppered our conversation constantly with hubris. I got to tell you, when you first used the damn word, I thought you said hummus. And I was like, yeah, it's pretty good. It's chickpeas. It's kind of ground up. You know what I mean? There's flavors to it. You're confusing me with your speech pattern. No, no. What happened is I went to text someone the word humorous and it autocorrected the hubris. And you and looked it like, up and Googled I was that like, crap. I was like, is that an actual word? Google it. There we are. Now I yeah. know. And after he says something like, now I know. That's the point where I do the thing I do with papers because you hand me all the papers and I very, I look through them and stuff. But this is when I look at the camera, if, you know, and I just kind of do that, you know, like, well, I <laughs> That's all she wrote, Tim. <laughs> you know what I mean? Back to you, Bob. <laughs> Thanks for that. Um, but yeah, so cool stuff over at Sony. Um, and then one last quick news story. This one is honestly <laughs> really quick. Real. It's, 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 it is real. Um, and it's I just want to hit it quick because there's not much more to talk about uh, other than well, what is this world that we live in? <laughs> Hideo Kojima just won a Guinness World Record for his social media accounts. And I love the the, the They give them out it's like it's like chickpeas uh, in Mexico <laughs> in Tijuana. They just give them out. Um I like the sub subheading of this headline it says of course he did. <laughs> uh so this comes from IGN uh, Joseph Noop over there. Hideo Kojima director of the Metal Gear franchise and Death Stranding was presented with not one but two Guinness World Records on Saturday as part of the Death Stranding promotional tour. Kojima has now officially been recognized as the most followed game director on Twitter and on Instagram. And there's pictures of him accepting the reward. Uh, yeah, so two, so two separate awards. One there was for a Twitter, reward too? They gave him money? An award, an award. Oh. Uh, so he got two of them, one for Twitter and one for Instagram. And I, as soon as I brought this up to you, like you're just like, this is this can't be real, right? Like this isn't a thing. I'm like, it's very real. And... But the strangest thing about it is it's just, it's so oddly specific. And like, so this wasn't a, this wasn't even a thing beforehand. Like, it's not like you could go back to, you know, Guinness Book World Record. If you bought the book from 2018 and looked it up like this, there, it's not like there was someone who held this title before. They made the title up for him. Yeah, created for him. And it, Perfect and it, timing. And, and it's very specific. It says the most followed game director on Twitter and Instagram because then this okay. IGN story goes on to say um, that uh, there was some other people right here. Uh, it appears that Guinness was being pretty specific about game director portion of the record considering Kojima isn't necessarily the most followed general game okay. developer on Twitter. Mm-hmm. Minecraft creator Marcus Person has about 3.7 million Twitter followers. So if you combine both of Kojima's, his English, because he has two different Twitter accounts, one for English, one for Japanese, it still isn't even as big as Marcus Persons, the guy who made Minecraft. But because he's not technically a, a director, yeah. he Marcus Persons didn't win the award. Kojima did. Well, in that case, <laughs> I should be getting the Guinness Book of World Records for the most Twitter followers from a short, fat guy who does pest control slash podcasting slash wrestling announcer slash dad 
Uh, I'm gonna. I think you know that we need to put in for that, and I swear at, we get that, and then we'll, we'll talk about it after the, after this show. I'm contacting Guinness World Records, and we're we're gonna try to get you a, a Guinness World Record. Any any, I do. I just want to get one Guinness Book of World Record. Any, <laughs> anything, it doesn't matter. I'll do whatever it takes. That's that my be, new goal for 2020, uh, folks. That's the goal right here on the podcast. You heard it on our one year anniversary. By our second year anniversary, we're gonna have we're a, gonna have a, a world record. We're gonna do it. Okay. Guaranteed. Should we do that this episode? Let's set some goals. What do we want to do next year? You want an award? Uh, let's see. What do I want? I want to win the. You four- want a new po- co-host? I want a new. I want a new co-host. Yeah, that'd be fantastic. Yeah. Uh, you know what? Let's go for Forbes thirty under thirty. How about that? <laughs> oh man, I could see you doing that for sure. Let's see, I just turned twenty six. I got yeah. a few years. Let's get it. Let's get it, guys. I just turned forty one, so that's not gonna. You can do it. I, I, but can, I can do it, dude. Oh I my gosh, be, it I could be like one of those teen movies where I go back to high school. And say, oh my gosh, Garrett, we could both go back to high school. It'll be so much fun, no, dude. I, I know all the best spots to hide and smoke joints. <laughs> I'm sure you do. I'm sure you do. Um, but yeah, so that's not really news other than what, yeah, why, <laughs> why, what is this world we live in? Um, but seriously, everyone, uh, tweet at Forbes and, uh, oh, my phone thought that I said, Hey Siri. <laughs> um, yeah, you're going for the Guinness. Everyone tweet at uh, Guinness world records and tweet at Forbes that we need a world, <laughs> we need an award for JJ and I want to be, uh, uh, 30 under 30 media luminary. And here's the thing, uh, <laughs> just a workaround. If we can't get to the point where we actually, by our second year anniversary, have, well, even if we still have a show, but if we, if- Of course I, we're going to have a show. You're going to get rid of me. I'm just, just saying. <laughs> uh, you know, it, I might just have to settle for getting a Guinness Stout. You know what I mean? I'm just saying, I mean, that's a workaround. Yeah, yeah, I'll drink good. a Guinness Stout on the air. Me too. Yeah. Just, and I don't pack. drink at all, period. So- I do. Um, yeah, I so like if Guinness. I can't get a Guinness Book of World Records a year two, he okay. he and I will crack a, a Guinness because uh, we'll, you know we got to do something. Someone put it in the calendar and remind us next year. <laughs> if we're not going to remember for sure. Alrighty, uh, what do you say we take a look at some new releases? So real quick here we have starting from November eighth to the thirteenth, uh, we have or seventh to the thirteenth. Sorry. Uh, <laughs> Garfield Furious Racing on PlayStation 4, Xbox One, Switch, and PC. Okay. <laughs> came out on November 7th. That's a game, I, I guess. I need to get that game. I want to play some Garfield Kart. That sounds amazing. Garfield has a cute little Netflix show that my kids have really? fallen in love with. Yeah, I don't. I haven't seen it, but okay. my, my kids started watching it this week. Huh. A new little huh. Garfield show. They were really- Probably into based it. off the kart racer. It could be. Maybe <laughs> that's how they're selling so many of these darn things. Um, Death Stranding came out on November 8th on PlayStation no, 4. Don't say. Really? That's a game you've been talking about a it's little a bit, game huh? I've been talking about a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> Interesting. Uh, Disney Zoom Zoom Festival, I think that's how you pronounce it. Does this say Disney Japan Zoom Zoom Festival? No, just Disney Zoom Zoom Festival on Switch, November okay. 8th. Jumanji the Video Game. Uh, based off the movie, I think, with because I think I saw a trailer. The one like, with the Rock, the Rock, or... yeah, the Rock and okay. all them, yeah. I'd like to see one with with uh, Robin Williams. <laughs> That'd be great. Uh, that came out on November eighth. Uh, Need for Speed Heat came out of nowhere. That's on PlayStation okay. Four, Xbox One, PC. Uh, I'm actually really shocked by that. And so, because in the past, I've really enjoyed Need for Speed games, uh, and I did not know. They were even working on a new Need for heard. Speed game. We I had just no about idea. Need for Speed not that long ago. 
That's funny. So apparently they came out with a new game that came out last week. So don't know how good that is. It could but, be a uh, generic game that just bought the uh, the rights to the Need no, for Speed name maybe? No, definitely not because, I mean, it's that's owned by EA. Hmm. Like it's a big game developer, but it has a 73 on Metacritic. Not terrible. Like a, it's an okay game. Um, let's see. New Super Lucky's Tale came out on Switch November 8th. Uh, Age of Empires 2... Oh, wait. Oh, that's for next week. That's the 14th. Age of Empires 2 Definitive Edition. That's such a good... It was such, I grew up with that game. That game came out back in like... Early 2000s, I think. I think it was like a 2001. I don't know for sure. Maybe 1999. It was around that time. Uh, this is a remastered version for PC. Oh, I'm it was kind 1999, of, right before the Y2K bug? It might have been like 2000, now that I think about it. I don't know. Age of Empires 2 released it. I'm kind of curious. Watch me be like totally off. No, 99. September 30th, 99. Boom. It is mm. my birthday. <laughs> it literally is. It is my podcast's birthday. Cool. Uh, but anyways, that doesn't come out till tomorrow if you guys are listening to this on the 13th. So sorry. Dude, can we use the that this is our birthday to try to get gift cards from people? Yeah. If you want to send us a gift, just hit me up on social media. <laughs> uh, if you want to send a gift to the Super Gamer Boys, not not to me or JJ, to the Super Gamer Boys. I will gladly put my address on here. We don't have to let Garrett be a part of it. Jeez. Uh, my address will be right here down below. Put that put that in there in, in post. Don't okay. really do that. No, don't. Okay, you asked for it. Uh-huh. I didn't see you wink, so okay. <laughs> Okay, what you been playing? Okay, this is going to be the greatest thing you've ever heard because I love being a bubble popper, okay? Because you get to talk about it in two seconds, but I get to talk about it first. Here's the greatest thing that's ever happened. I got to play Death Stranding. Dude, wow, let me just say, Garrett, quiet, hold on, wait. Let me me just bask in this. I played Death Stranding, Hideo Kojima's masterpiece. Beautiful, incredible game. I played for an incredible 60 seconds, Garrett. And it was 60 of the best seconds of my life. It was about two minutes. I gave you two minutes. Yeah, it was like a minute and 20. Yeah, a minute and 20 seconds. <laughs> that was, it was, it was awesome. What an awesome, beautiful game. I only got, I, I, uh, he goes, please don't, I'm going to put my stuff down. I don't want you to fall and wreck my stuff. I'm like, dude, no faith. Here's the worst part. I didn't want him to ruin my safe. So yeah. I literally like made it as safe as possible for him. I'm like, okay, now run free and don't hurt yourself too bad. Literally, I'm excited. I get here to do our one year podcast. I'm so excited to be able to be around my buddy, my pal, my compadre, my amigo, my BFF. Yeah. I tell what? And so <laughs> I, I'm like, dude, can I see the game? And he's like, oh, yes, you can. I've been playing. So I'm like giddy with joy. And then he starts playing and I get to watch him play for a couple of minutes. And I'm like, dude, that's so, so are you, um, are you, are you let me play just, um, you know, for like a minute. And he literally looked at me and was like, dude, I, I really don't want you to mess up my saves. And I was like, <laughs> no, but seriously, you're not going to let me play. And he's like, um, I mean, I'm playing right now. I don't, I can't. 
It's been, and I'm like, dude, you're not going to let me play the most incredible games come out all year? Not for one minute? I won't wreck anything. I won't break anything. I promise. I promise. Dude, I even crossed my finger. I didn't cross my fingers, I mean. You know, I want to know. You, you want to know what he did, though. It's like, I so I took all my gear off so he couldn't break anything. He ran around for a second. I put it back on. I'm like, you know what? No, you have to feel what it feels like to have gear on your back. So I handed him the controller. He ran. Boom! Fell right over. Everything went flying. Everything got no, damaged. Like I, I was up for I, a lot longer than your your claim. Everything got damaged. I'm just like, oh dang it! Like <laughs> that's gonna affect my score now, my grade because you get graded on how good the condition of all the packages are. <laughs> you know that one minute was all the gameplay that I needed for this week. It fulfilled everything that I could yeah, have possibly you got wanted. To, you got to play an amazing game and ruin my life. At the same time. <laughs> exactly. Win 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 win. Garrett, win win. Yeah. Uh been playing anything else or that it no that is literally all i've been playing this okay cool 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 (laughs) yeah yeah we're video game podcast where i never get to play video games (laughs) awesome cool uh i but i love them yeah i watch a lot of them on youtube when i'm on the toilet (laughs) um so i i i did in fact get to play death stranding that is all i played Till two o'clock in the morning, Gary. So I did the stream Friday, told you guys all about it last week, and then did some social media post. Uh, about uh, four or five of you guys turned out watching me kind of on and off throughout the night. So thanks so much for coming and checking that out. My wife Janet watched it. She for a while. loved it. Yeah. She was commenting like crazy, originally under my name, and I'm like, don't say anything embarrassing, please. <laughs> no, she me like it was like within a couple minutes she like logged into and made her own account. So she's like, this is <laughs> this is Janet, by the way. I'm like, okay, nice. thanks. Um, but yeah, the stream was. We started off with some technical difficulties, but it after <laughs> it took about an hour, I got everything under control and working again, uh, which was killing me because I was like so excited at 7:30, I'm gonna get to play Dust Stranding, and then it wasn't until like 8:30 until I finally got to start playing. But oh man, this game is so let's see the first night i played from about 8 30 to about two in the morning and then the second night i played from like <gasps> nine or ten till about one or two in the morning i haven't played like one of those nights that much in the whole month like I haven't played like a four hour. That's because you go to bed at like eight o'clock like an old man. If you stay I up late, like I, the only reason I get to play games is because I play like all into the morning, basically. Like otherwise, I wouldn't get to play games either. Like if you listen, listen to what times I'm saying, I'm not starting until like ten o'clock at night. Like everyone else in the house goes to bed, and finally I'm like. And now we find okay. out why you're late to work every day. Because I'm freaking <laughs> tired. I'm freaking tired. It's hard working two jobs. I got my full time job, and this is my part time job. I didn't have to carry my lame podcasting butt. Yeah. Right? Um, and then uh, last night I played because as recording today is Monday. Uh, so Sunday night I played in t- from like, I didn't play very much, but I played from like maybe 10 to midnight or something like that. It was a couple hours. Um, so I don't know how many hours total that is, but I am freaking loving this game so far. Uh, I do want to preface it. Like it is not a game for everyone in playing this. Cause you, we heard all the hate kind of previously, like we talked about last week, how all the reviews have been so polarizing and so like opposing, like different, like this person loves it for this reason, and for the same exact reason, this person says it's a bad thing and hates it. Um, That's just different tastes. This, though, I mean. but 
but it's like, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, we went over the reviews last week. It's just, yeah. it's very interesting how, like, because I I've seen people be like, oh, this game is a ten, and for the same reason, be like, no, this game's a six. But this is like, this game's a ten, or it's a one or a two. Like, it's That's crazy. Big gap. <laughs> yeah. So, anyways, I jumped in, and yeah, I'm 100% hooked. And obviously, that first night, I was kind of like whatever on cloud nine because it's this game that i've been waiting for let's see it first got announced three years ago but to be honest like ever since kojima left konami five years ago like this is a game that's been i've been waiting for like in 2015 when he uh i guess that's what four and a half years ago or something like that four years ago um ever since he left obviously everyone was like what's he going to do next like that's what i've been thinking like what is he doing next what game is coming so i've been anticipating this for like four and a half years and for it to finally come out and i'm like this is unlike any other game I've ever played. And I like when you first when you first started playing. It's exactly on, what I with wanted. With your face, it was evident that oh my gosh, awe and like you could see it like childlike. <laughs> I'm not trying to make fun of you. I mean, I am kind of making fun of you, but it it looked like you you were like a kid on Christmas, man. Like like oh, 100%, this is so yeah. huge, you know? And it, yeah. and and it is. I mean, you look at it, it's it's amazing. Yeah. I can't no, wait for you to let me borrow it's ins- it. It's insane. Um, but uh, yeah, it's, I know, I, w- I think I mentioned last week, I won't go too far into it, talk about it, but to be honest, like I want to talk about it so bad. So I'm going to talk uh-huh. about it because this is my podcast. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> um, this game, yeah, like I said, it is not for everyone. It is very much uh, a very, it is a slow game. Like it is not a fast game. Don't expect, like the week before I talked about Call of Duty, don't expect Call of Duty Modern Warfare where you can beat it in eight hours and it's just action, 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 action. This is like, I can go like an hour without interacting with another person. And for me, like, I'm enjoying that. <laughs> like, uh, I was telling my buddy about it and I was like, this is, the way I just ex- explained it to him, I'm like, this is the most peaceful, serene, tranquil, calm, relaxing game you've ever played. Like, if you love hiking through the mountains with the pitter patter of rain on your raincoat and like the, the the metal gear you're carrying on your back. Um, because like, you know, the gist of the game is your delivery man in this post-apocalyptic world where people live in bunkers underground, uh, because of this big cataclysmic event that happened and they're afraid to go outside. And so they've lost connection with each other. They lost, uh, any sort of community with the country. Like it takes place in the United States. Um, and you're this porter, this delivery man, trying to reconnect those areas. So I was telling my wife, I'm like, this is a game about community, about relationships, about building bridges and like connections with people. Like it's not an action game. It's not, uh, uh, you know, a violent video, like fighting. Like I, I don't even have any weapons yet. Like you don't even have a gun or anything. Like it's just picking up these packages, going from place to place and making connections. Um, one point I think you said you were on a motorcycle. Yeah. So I just got a motorcycle. Yeah. And, it makes it a lot quicker to move around. But yeah, so if your thing is like, if you want to be able to like just hike through the mountains in the rain and it looks beautiful and gorgeous and there's an amazing sound, like the sound effects are amazing. And then like randomly like music will start playing. Like when I showed you earlier before yeah. the podcast, like, uh, Relaxing there's, incredibly. there's not, there's not very much music in the game, but when there is, it's very like just poignant and like perfect. Like it's exactly what needed to be there. But it's um, also different. I'll tell you that when he's on when he's on the mountain, just for the five minutes that I watched and played, the music with the environment is different than anything I've heard before. They went together at first when I heard it, I was like, that doesn't really go together with what we're seeing. 
But then I thought it, it's so different and eloquent and beautiful. Mm-hmm. And, and it, it was just different. It didn't, they didn't go together perfectly, but in a way they did. Yeah. It's kind of hard to explain. It, it, the music was picked really nicely for that, yeah. just for the portion I saw. Yeah, and there's, uh, and I actually, I put up some social media posts. So if you look back on Monday on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook, I actually posted a playlist that I put together with all the songs from the the original soundtrack. So all like the instrumental tracks. It also has all the, there is some songs. I actually put out an album of songs inspired by Death Stranding by like bands such as like Churches. And I think like, uh, was it DJ Khaled? Like there's a few like big names who like, had made music based off of like, oh, this is inspired by Death Stranding and stuff. Um, and then also some other songs from like the trailers and games that are, or songs that are actually in the game. So if you want to listen to the music, go to find that link and you can listen to it on made a Spotify playlist. But um, yeah, the music soundtrack is just works so well with the game. Um, I'm trying to think of what else I, I really about. liked the physics of it. And I think that oh, yeah. that's one of the things the that is the, the is key insane. to there being something different about the feel of this game. Yeah. The the beauty aspect is great. All the games have been consistently getting better. And the thing is, if they're not looking really great like this, what's the point of even trying? All games are going to look good and they should look good now. Yeah. They're at that level. But the, the, fi- physics, the, the physics are, so, are insane. They're so real, yeah. dude. Like you're like what I what I experienced without anything on was you said, yeah, you you know, run down the mountain. And in running down the mountain, you can kind of feel how it's rumbling and it's wanting you to like pull back. And then I start to like stumble and I fell. And mm-hmm. you know, you kind of get jacked because you're not you're off kilter. So I mean yeah. it's Oh, it's so amazing how yeah. the physics work with this. Yeah, so that's like one of the main mechanics of the game is like while you're hiking, if you have nothing on your back, you can obviously balance a lot of you. You can walk, no problem. But like if you have like, you know, 100 kgs on your back, like, and it's like six foot tall above your head, and it's great because he has this like special backpack and it just, it'll literally go up like six foot above his head <laughs> and he's carrying his backpack with stuff. And suddenly it goes from like being able to like run, no problem, to like, okay, it's slow and plodding and you're walking along and it's really hard. And if you're going up a hill, like you're really hiking up this hill. And uh, and if it's, and you can actually get to decide like how you pack your backpack. So if you put everything on the right side of your backpack, you're going to consistently like lean to the right and almost fall over. And you use the trigger buttons to like lean and counteract the weight. So if you start falling right, oh, you got to hold left to go pull it back. And um, or if you hold both of them, he just kind of hunkers down and, you know, it'll keep him from falling over. Um so there's all that, obviously, and all that kind of plays into, like I said, the the peacefulness of this game, how relaxing this game could be, just like hiking through the woods in the rain. It's beautiful. But then it's also, so it's like the most relaxing game until it's not. Then all of a sudden, like halfway through this journey, I'm halfway up a mountain, and suddenly and I have all this cargo on my back. I'm struggling. Uh, I'm running low. My boots are wearing out. That's the other thing. Like things deteriorate. So like my boots are starting to get wore out. I'm like, oh, am I gonna make it? Like if I don't, if my boots wear out, like my feet will start bleeding, and if my feet start bleeding, like I could die. Like if I, if it, if the if the life gauge hits zero, and so it's like, oh shoot, like okay, I gotta, I forgot to pack a second pair of boots, um, and then all of a sudden, boom, like these BTs show up. BTs are essentially like these spirit, these supernatural beings, because it is very much a sci-fi supernatural game. Um, connected with like this, what happened in this post-apocalyptic world, um, and all and these BTS are like these ghosts. They can't see, they can't see you, but they can hear you, and so immediately like you crouch down with like like I said like 120 kgs of weight on your back, and you're covering your mouth, 
um, and holding your breath and trying to sneak past these guys. And if you make the smallest sound, like me walk a little too fast or like when you're holding your breath, you can only hold it for so long. Like all of a sudden the stamina bar starts dropping. Mm. And so you have to like let go and let you take a breath. So like, but if you wait too long, you know, all of a sudden he's like, <gasps> and it's like, and boom, like the BTs will hear you and start coming towards you. And you, so you have to like hold your breath again and try to like avoid that, like get away from that area while they go search that area and stuff like that. See, that's so interesting gameplay. You don't hear any other games so, being quite like that. Yeah. So it goes from like the most relaxing game to like the most tense and just like, oh man, like what is going to happen? Cause you don't have any weapons. Like you have, you can't fight these things. At least at this point in the game where I'm at, I think I, I might've just got a, some sort of weapon, but I haven't even used it yet. Like I saw some BTs and again, like my main goal is just like, you know, what, I'm just going to get away from them. I'm not going to try to fight them. <laughs> so what we're hearing a lot about right now in the negatives is everybody's saying um, that it's a walking simulator, that there's a whole lot of walking and, and that's it or whatever. Right. So would you say that there's enough stuff spaced in between that? I know you said part of it is the gameplay, the, you know, trying to walk and looking at the yeah. scenery and everything. And like, and like for me too, like it's, yeah, there's a lot of walking. Like I said, it's if you enjoy hiking through the mountains, like this is going to be a game for you. Yeah, because there's a lot of hiking and walking. Without the sweating. But what makes that what what actually makes that fun is that it's like a puzzle. Like every time you come to the a side of a cliff, and you're just like, "Huh, okay, how am I going to get up there? Like, what now? Like, that's a sheer cliff. That's a sheer cliff. This is." a little bit of an incline, but I can't just walk up that. Like, okay, I got to pull out this ladder. So you have like these extendable ladders that you can put up. Um, there's, or if you're trying to get down a mountain, like I just showed JJ beforehand. Uh, um, yeah, you can put these stakes in the ground and rappel down the mountain or climb back up the mountain with these ropes. And so there's all these different like tools that you have, but you just got to figure out how to use them, how to use them well. And you can only carry so many again, because everything's restricted by weight, how much weight you can carry on your back. And so you have to like not only carry the cargo that you got to deliver, but like, okay, how many tools can I take with me? Um, oh, I got to cross this river. How am I going to get across this river? And you can use your little scanner and I'll tell you like the different depth, like how deep it gets and stuff. So, like, okay, over there, is the, it's, it's, the, it's not as deep. So I'm going to try to go that way, but the river's flowing this way. So I actually got to start up river and kind of walk my way down. Cause if you have a lot of cargo on your back, like the physics of the water hitting you, if you try to go against it, it's going to use more stamina and like be more exhausting to work against the water and stuff like that. And have you, have you had any issues where, um, you go to pick something up and you're full, you can't pick up any, and you had yeah. to make a choice of what you need to drop. Oh, hundred percent. Yeah. Yeah. So it's just like weighing like, okay, there's this thing out here that's really nice and could get me a lot of, um, a lot of, so you don't like make money. You actually, you get paid in likes essentially like people it's the whole game is a really a social commentary on, social media and like what it's doing to our society today and what could happen with our society and stuff like that. And so everything, everyone kind of pays you in likes, like they'll give you like a, like 50 likes for, you know, delivering this package or something like that. Um, and, uh, yeah, so there's no dislikes. No, that's, that was one of the things Hideo Kojima is like, there's enough negativity in the world today. There's nothing, no negative interactions. <laughs> and I'm like, Oh, that's interesting. Um, so yeah, that's like general gameplay mechanics there that I just talked about. Um, Story-wise, I feel like the story is paced pretty good. It's been a while since I've heard anything on the story. Like it's probably been a good couple hours since I've, the story's progressed. Um, but I've also been taking my time exploring and stuff like that. Like, I, I feel like it goes as fast or as slow as you want it to. And these aren't missions, right? They call them something else. Orders. So you Orders, pick up right? uh, an order because you're a porter. So you people will 
make orders and you have to deliver that order you know basically yeah you're a fedex ups amazon delivery man <laughs> so you go so you go to this terminal you pick up an order after the apocalypse and, then, and exactly yeah and you're like okay i have to deliver these food supplies over to this place or these people needed some material to build a new whatever you know building or something like that or watchtower um so yeah it's really cool another cool aspect of the game that i just want to hit real quick before i wrap up um it's a game that you can play offline, but everyone I've talked to says it's better to play it online. So it does have an online mode. That's kind of the main story mode is online. So you you never actually see any other players. Like you're the only Sam Porter Bridges, in that's his name. You're the only Sam in the world. But you see other things. You basically see what they do in their world. <laughs> so while you're doing a mission, if you're, as long as you're, you've connected, like the area that you're in is connected to like the hub city, because that's the gist of the game, like I said before, like you're making connections. So you're trying to connect all these cities across America from East Coast to West Coast to the hub city, um, this, uh, the capital city, basically, to bring everyone together again in, in America. Um, so, uh, so yeah, I'm saying I'm hiking up this mountain and I get there, I'm like, oh, shoot. I'm out of ladders and I need to get up there. Uh, what am I going to do? If it's an area that as long as it's within your, the chiral network, it's called where it's because it's been connected to the main capital city, you can hit your little scanner button and also send out like a beam and you can look around and be like, Oh, down there and around the corner, someone else set up a ladder. Like it came through like two hours before you, wow. who, someone who did the same mission I'm doing right now. And like, they they put a ladder there and I'm like perfect so I just go and use their ladder and continue on or maybe they'll drop some gear like uh oh, you know I don't need this I don't need this uh um uh I don't know what it is uh this 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 order that I picked up I was going to deliver it but I have too much weight in my backpack and it's caused me too much trouble and it's not that important but an order so I'm just going to throw it on the ground while I can run over there and pick it up and actually finish the delivery form and they'll get credit for it and I'll get credit for it for helping people finish their delivery orders and stuff that's like that. That's real connection, so, Garrett. So that, yeah, that's amazing. It's, it's crazy. So you never actually see any other characters, but you're still interacting with them like through things that they leave behind. So it's really cool. And like, there's so many times where like, yeah, you feel it feels so lonely and desolate and empty, and then you come across something like that, or you can put signs up so you can warn people like, oh, this area, there's BTs ahead, like there's going to be enemies or. And like, so someone else like, oh, seven hours ago, someone put this up and sure enough, like you will take like five more steps and all of a sudden psh, BTs pop up or something. And so you can leave like warnings for people like, oh, steep cliff ahead. Like, careful, don't like ride your motorcycle that direction. Go nice and easy. Mm. So it's really cool how even though you never see anyone, talk to anyone, interact with anyone, like you're still so connected <laughs> and like, you know, you rely on these people like and uh, I've actually started leaving a lot of things behind too. And every time I turn on my PlayStation now, or not my, boot up the game, it'll say like, oh, like 50 likes on that uh, that rope you left on that cliff or like, because wow. people can leave likes. So you can know people are using it. Like, oh, like 110 likes for some, uh, you know, package that I, uh, whatever, delivered for someone, helped deliver for someone. Or if they help deliver a package for me, like I'll get likes off of it and stuff. And yeah. you And you're not playing online currently? No, I am. Yeah. Oh, you are. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I'm. I've only been playing online, like mm -hmm. with those connections. So it's a really cool mechanic. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So my score so far, like, obviously this is kind of just like impressions. He's got three. Because I have, I have, <laughs> I have a long way 
to go in this game. Like I've just scratched the surface, but this game is so far, like this is like 10 out of 10. Like wow. I was telling JJ before, like all day at work, that's all I'm thinking about. Like all weekend, I was just like, that's all I'm thinking about all day, every day. Like, mm, I can't wait to get home and play it. Like, how am I going to do the rest of this mission? How am I going to get up that cliff? Like, oh, okay, I saved it here. Like, when I turned off the PlayStation, I was here. How am I going to get past that and stuff like that? Like, that's that's all I'm thinking about. Like, this game has got me hooked. So and Sometimes when you have an expectation of something, you're you're let down that's, with the reality. I was so scared of that, too. I was, so, I was afraid I was, was going to play it. I was afraid I was going to play it. and be Because even, like, Red Dead 2, we were hyped for Red Dead 2 last mm-hmm. year. And then I played it, I'm like, ah. Oh. You know what? This isn't what I wanted. <clears throat> but here's the thing. It was for me. Exactly, Red Dead yeah. was everything that yeah, I wanted so we to were, be and then some. We were both hyped and for me, it was interesting. Yeah. For me, I was just like, oh, dang it. And then for you, you're like, oh, heck yeah. <laughs> you were all Dude, in. The my introduction to open world games and the missions and, and stuff like that. And I... I, dude, I got into it, dug it. I'm stealing it tonight, as a matter of fact. So uh, that's what you said last week. Yeah, it's but I'll remember this time because the Alzheimer's. Are you sure? Because we have Metal Gear. Or, I mean, not Modern Warfare here now. I'm gonna take them all, and I'm very okay. good at giving stuff. Back. Yeah, I also remember you have my Star Wars DVD, uh, Blu-ray set. So I don't remember that. Yeah, I I was looking at my shelf the other day. I'm like, where did that? Oh, I know where that went. <laughs> I don't remember that. Uh. <laughs> Cool. What do you say we sneak in a question of the show right here at the end? We have a question of the show for our one-year anniversary for the birthday party. Yeah. I figure, you know what? It's our birthday. We can go late if we want to. Who was awesome enough to reach in and and, uh, pull something out of their uh, pack and throw it at us online? We uh, mentioned an episode or two ago that we were out of questions, um, and we got one in response here from Quentin King. Shout out to Quentin. Uh, What's up, Quentin? I see him around the Facebook group. So thanks for liking, commenting on stuff. It's I always love seeing that. Uh, any interaction's great because <laughs> we don't get a ton of it. So awesome. there's just a there's there's a core of group of you guys though that always interact with stuff, and we very much appreciate yeah. it. So yeah, thanks for reaching out, Quentin. Thank you, Quentin. Um, hopefully, I'm pronouncing that right. Uh, you know, so, he's on the other side going. It's pronounced Quentin. That's yeah. very harmful <laughs> to me. Um, so his question is as follows and to preface this as well, we did say we were, we'd be happy with any question. Give us any question. Doesn't any it doesn't question. have to be about video games, movies, comics. It could be about anything. Cause at this point we're desperate. No, mm-hmm. we're not desperate. We just think it'd be more fun. That way you guys can get to know yeah. us more too. So at literally ask us anything you want about anything. So this question comes from Quentin. He says, how soon is too soon to start the Christmas season? Stores put their Christmas decor out right after Halloween, and my wife is already listening to Christmas music. (laughs) That sounds horrible. Uh, I'm a quote-unquote traditionalist and think it could all wait until after Thanksgiving. When do you all start listening to Christmas music, and when do you decorate your house? Okay, that's a great question. That's a good one. Quentin, thank you so very much. It's, It's very complex with the answer, though, and here's why. Because I'm the guy who all year long will, for whatever reason, start singing a Christmas song. I it's do it too. beginning I'll, to look a lot like Christmas. I'll catch myself whistling. Like I, I don't yeah. really sing, <laughs> I do a lot of whistling I'll, I'll whistle a lot. I'll, I'll yeah. break out in a Christmas song. Yeah. I do a lot of Christmas whistling. I don't know why. That's all year long. It's a good spirit to have. And, you know, it, it's just, it's happy, <laughs> you know? Um, so I actually don't listen to Christmas music most of the time when it's not coming out of my mouth. Uh, until after Thanksgiving. 
Yeah. Okay. As far as the decorating of Christmas, uh, I really suck at putting the Christmas tree up. And there's been a couple of years uh, that we have actually decorated it either on Christmas Eve or actually Christmas Day. That's happening. Seriously? Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's, man. Like, it's like a whole OCD <laughs> obsessive thing that I have. It's like a, no, I'm just lazy. Yeah. I, I don't have time for video like, games eh. or for Christmas treeing. Okay. No, um, literally, we've done it on Christmas Day, the day before Christmas. We put Christmas lights up on our house, on the front of our house for the very first time. We've been there six years, well, seven years, and we put the tree lights, or the lights up on the house, and uh, it's up in a high peak, and I left it up all year. So, uh, literally, my wife, Janet, just just looked out the window yesterday. While we were sitting on the couch. No, she's seen it, but for some reason she decided to comment on it. She she goes, well, I guess uh, never taking down those lights was pretty smart because they're just, (laughs) they're up for Christmas again. And here it is, November. And I'm like, well, there was a method to my madness, babe. Method to my madness. That's awesome. Um, Yeah, as far as music, I, yeah, I can't listen to Christmas music until after Thanksgiving. What about um, Christmas in July? No, not, not a, thing. a thing. That's not a thing. Not no. from, I don't, I, and even, I don't know, I'm not a huge fan of Christmas music in general. Like, I'm not like, even though, like, like I just said, I, I'll whistle it like all year round for no, no reason at all. <laughs> but, uh. Because it makes you feel good. Makes you feel like you're on I, the list. No, but yeah. I, I, when I whistle music, like, I'm not even consciously doing it. Like, I, I'll, like, randomly start whistling, and it's not until, like, a couple minutes later that I realize that I'm even whistling. And mm-hmm. then when I realize what I'm whistling, I'm like, what am I doing? <laughs> like, why? I whistle um, all day for some reason. I don't know yeah. why. I always have. I always do. I've had bosses and friends comment on, like, ah, you're always whistling. I don't know why I do it, uh, but I... I have a problem with old TV show tunes that I whistle all the time. I've heard and, you. And I don't know why. <laughs> yeah, but I don't know yeah. why I whistled the Andy Griffith theme, you know? <laughs> okay, don't do much more. We're going to get uh, in trouble for that one. Right? Oh, yeah. So uh, I'll do that, and I'll do it over and over and over again. And I have actually offended somebody because I they inadvertently thought that I was whistling that, making fun of their redneckedness. That's funny. Yeah. Um. Yeah, so Christmas music. Now, now I grew up in a home that my mom. You said it was a hut. I grew up in a hut. Okay. It's <laughs> my mom. She's a little, little obsessed with Christmas. A little bit obsessed. Like that music. It was a struggle to hold her off until the day after Thanksgiving. Like oh. we had to like hide the CDs. <laughs> you know, throw the tape deck out and on the trash bin like hide do whatever we can to hide it just get i of, like, highly everything. doubt that she's got christmas fever <laughs> oh man <laughs> it's pretty bad um and in uh, decorating so that's that's how it always was like yeah the day after thanksgiving like she was so pent up with christmas energy that <laughs> that the day after th- like it would be like first thing in the morning we wake up like black friday and boom like all the bins would already be out She'd be half done decorating like all the, we had like the little ceramic things where you put like the incense and the smoke comes out makes it like Santa looks like his hot chocolate smoking or like the little ch- house with a chimney, like with a little incense burner and stuff. That's like and borderline like, crazy. And like wreaths everywhere and Christmas lights everywhere. And, and this is all by the time I would wake up in the morning the next day. Like it was crazy. <laughs> like she was over the top. 
Does she ever come to your guys' house and try to decorate your stuff around Christmas time? So now that we have our own place, they because they live out of the country, they don't see it often. But the last couple of times, let's see, it was last year they were was it last year or two years ago? There was one Christmas season where they were around uh around Thanksgiving, Christmas time, and they bought us our first artificial tree. It was pre lit and everything. Uh, you guys and had to go to the tree farm and cut them down with us, rednecks. That's what I mean, we that, do. That's what we did growing up. Well, we just went in our backyard because we lived on the woods. So we went in the backyard, <laughs> cut down a pine tree, and brought it inside. But now it's like they're so expensive. Yeah. Like real ones are so expensive. Like, no, nah, let's buy the fake one and that'll last us. It'll save so much money that but way. Here's the great thing. And this, you don't have to water is... it. You don't have to like clean up all the needles. Oh, Garrett, I'm excited. And that's why I started smiling like crazy right now. A thought came into my head. You're not in an apartment anymore. This is the first time that you're in a house as a grown man with your wife. And your kid, you have a house that now you could put the giant fake Santa out in front of and the plastic oh, reindeer. Oh my gosh, I got some in my garage. They're all yours, buddy. Don't you worry about it. We're good. We got you. Trudy, if you're listening to the show, <laughs> JJ's coming over. Okay, we're just going to call me Santa J. Okay, I'm going to come over and put up some fake reindeer, Santa Claus, a giant inflatable Frosty the Snowman, and uh, I'm pretty sure we got some reindeer uh, and stuff like that. Sounds good. Yeah. We'll take whatever we can get. I'm going to make that crap look like uh, Griswold Christmas, <laughs> yes, buddy. Yes, Christmas vacation. Um, so, yeah. I and So, in our current household, though, we are like within a day or two after Thanksgiving. We're pretty good at putting stuff up. We, we enjoy it now as a family, but mm. they're definitely not as crazy as my 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 mom, that's for sure. Uh, but, yeah. So, I am with you. I'm a traditionalist. Day after Thanksgiving, not a day sooner. Yeah. So we're right there with you, Quentin. Yeah. Well, um, well, JJ waits till the last minute. I wait till the last possible minute. You're pretty bad. But I'm singing the songs and playing the music right after Thanksgiving. Getting in that joyous season. Thanks, Quentin. That was really awesome. Thank you for always commenting on our stuff and and liking on our pages on Facebook. Yeah. We really appreciate it. Alrighty. Well, that's been it. Uh, Thank you guys so much for listening to this very special episode of Super Gamer Boys, our very special one-year birthday. Mm, man, I tell you what, I'm like just got a little bit of indigestion um, from, from the, the cake. From and the ice, ice cream cake. <clears throat> yeah, I probably shouldn't have eaten it that fast. Uh, there was a little bit of a little bit of issue. It's sitting kind of heavy in the in the gut oh, area. Jeez, you're breaking things now. Uh, yeah, yeah, I guess it is time for us to go. Time for us to go. JD just broke the mic. Um, if you haven't already, remember you can go check us out, patreon.com slash supergamerboys. If you want to help us, you know, get to that next level, uh, go support us over there. We've come a long way in the last year and we're hoping to keep growing, keep bringing you cool stuff over, over the next year. As long as JJ doesn't, uh, and the Guinness Book of World Records thing. Yeah. So we're going to get a world record. Remember tweet, remember, yeah. Start taking care of podcasts and, you know, but yeah, remember tweet at, uh, Guinness World Records, tweet at Forbes 30 under 30. Um, check us out at supergameboys.com slash store, buy our stuff. Um, you could find us during the week at supergameboys.com, facebook.com slash supergameboys, at supergameboys on Twitter and Instagram, uh, supergameboys.com slash discord. Uh, it's been real quiet in the discord lately. Everyone kind of, I don't know. Getting ready for the holiday season. Holiday, it's holidays, I guess, colder. or something. But if you want to, uh, that's a fun little, basically little chat room where you can chit chat about what games you're playing, what movies you're watching everyday life stuff, whatever you want to talk about. Um, thank you so much to Star Andrews for our logo. You can check her out on Instagram at Ground Floor Graphics, facebook.com slash Ground Floor Graphics. Um, and uh, 
I'm on Twitter. I forgot to mention that. Over at, at G Morlang. I'm on Twitter at JJ Purdom. And I'm killing bugs all week long and running red lines. Yeah. Oh, I did it twice. Is. I did it a couple times. Oh, jeez. Yeah. Yeah, you need to get those glasses, huh? Yeah, I probably need to get the prescription. <laughs> Man, we did it. One year. We're uh, we'll see you next year. No, it's not New Year's, right? Is that is that it? Veterans. So I don't know if we've ever talked about this on the, on the podcast, but our very first episode, JJ was like, uh, made some comment right at the beginning or end, I forget, but he made a comment about. Yeah, I think it was at the end. Like, we'll be back next week with your ne- the next episode of Super Gamer Boys, and then we ended the show. And I turned to JJ. I'm like, I know we didn't talk about this beforehand, but this was supposed to be like a bi-weekly, like every two, maybe every three weeks. <laughs> and you just told them we're coming back next week, so you just made this a weekly podcast now. <laughs> and we have to come back every week. Uh, so now you just said, see you next year. Does that mean this is a yearly? We just do it once a year? No, okay. We're going to see you next week okay. because <laughs> okay. we've been doing it for a year. We've got more time in our lives and on this on this earth to be able to bring you super gamer boy goodness. Yeah. Folks, I am JJ. He's Garrett. We are the Super Gamer Boys. And we'll catch you on the flippity flop. Flippity flop.